Hi, and welcome to the Red Book Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Kramer Kay. Today, we're tackling some Red Book reader questions with the help of our advice guru, Karen Carbo. Listen at the end of the podcast to find out how you can submit your own questions to Karen. The first question comes from a reader in Boise, Idaho. She writes in to say, I'm married to a mostly wonderful guy who's also absolutely obsessed with cars. Although I'm glad he has a hobby, I feel like he's putting it before me and our five-month-old daughter. How can I get him more interested in his family than in these ridiculous cars without backing him into a corner? Here's Karen's advice. For now, give your guy the benefit of the doubt and assume that he just needs to be told of your true feelings. People with an abiding passion often don't get why everyone else doesn't share their enthusiasm. So have a talk, but don't make it about putting his cars before the family or anything quite so drastic. Say something like, next Friday night, instead of going to the car club, I'd like you to take me to a movie. There tends to be a lot of fear and insecurity around telling a man what we want and how he can give it to us. We're afraid he won't work with us, that he doesn't care enough to make us happy. But most guys want to listen and do right by us. If they feel backed into a corner, it's usually because we've said something like, I hate that stupid, ridiculous hobby of yours. So try a test drive. Tell him what you want and give him a chance to give it to you. Next up, a reader from Tennessee asks Karen this. My husband, two-year-old daughter, and I just moved to a new neighborhood. We became friends with a couple next door, and our girls want to play together but their child is a bully. Is there some proper etiquette for correcting another child's bad behavior in the presence of their parents? And here's Karen's answer. This is a situation that can be helped mightily by changing the way you talk to yourself about it. What psychologists call reframing. Stick with describing the kid's behavior and keep your own judgment and emotion out of it. Try to refrain from thinking that you can't stand this girl or that you're going to have to reprimand her. Working yourself up like that will just up the odds of your snapping at her, which would, of course, leave her parents displeased. As for the daughter, you may lessen her bullying by interacting with the girl in a friendly fashion. The next time she snatches your child's toy, just step in and say, Hey, what you doing? Wasn't Sarah playing with that? Yes, this is an awkward situation. Many parents don't appreciate any outside criticism of their kids whatsoever. So there is a chance you will upset them, but that doesn't mean you'll lose them as friends. Simply do your best to help the girls work it out. And in the process, you'll model the kind of behavior that will help your daughter grow into someone who can calmly and confidently stand her ground. Today's last question comes from a reader in Houston, Texas. She writes in for help with her sick husband. My husband is terminally ill. I know he's in almost constant pain, but he never complains. Trouble is, there's never a word out of him at all about his condition. He says that he's been around people who complained about their illness and he doesn't want to be one of them. I told him that his doctors need to know he's in pain so they can ease it. He's loosened up about that, but he still won't discuss the fact that he's going to die before his time. I want to know his wishes and feel he should make a will. How can I broach the subject? Karen has this to say. One part of your question is easy to answer. Get him to do his will by doing your will. Anyone over 40 needs one. 
It doesn't matter whether you're on death's door or fit as the proverbial fiddle. We all have to do it. As for your husband's reticence about his illness, I won't lie to you. It's scary, heartbreaking, and just plain infuriating. You want him to be open, more confiding, more honest. Indeed, you need him to act that way, if only to reassure you that you're not alone in this. That's not selfish, by the way. You're suffering too. Your husband is going to do what he needs to do to feel as comfortable and in charge as possible. That's his choice. Know this, however. Illness is a journey. How he feels and acts today will be different from how he feels and acts weeks from now. Given his personality, it's unlikely you'll ever sit down over a cup of tea and have a gut-spilling sob fest. But there may be many moments when he opens up. If so, accept his candor for the gift that it is. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. If you have a question that you'd like Karen to answer, you can write to her at Karen Carbo, K-A-R-E-N-K-A-R-B-O at redbookmag.com.